for Wednesday, September 30, the 274th day of 2020. There are 92 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, the Facebook Watch, YouTube Live, Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We say goodbye to September today, final day of the month. We will look forward to a new month tomorrow. And uh, I don't know about you all, but... I made it in an extra shower today after last night. So you got uh, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm super tired, but... I'm hanging in there. I don't know if you're aware or not, but it was touch and go on the show yesterday. We had a couple of tense moments when we had to confront confront one Dennis Cook about he's a uh, he's a Christmas creeper. He wants to Christmas decorate as of today. Like he can't wait, and so we 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 really had it out on the air really? on how that's on how that's bad. There was there was nearly a slap fight yesterday on the show between Dennis and I. I can only imagine We managed to get through it. <laughs> yeah. She's the pride of yeah. Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm in a great mood today. You are? Yeah, lots of good you, things happening. You may be the only American that's in a good mood today. You know what? My, my niece, Gemma, will be in the building in the we next hour so and a half excited. or two, right, so two hours, baby. And it. uh, it's have. the first time I get to keep her by myself. <laughs> so I, I spent all night mapping out where we're going to go. So I know where all the toys are. We're going to go buy all the toys. Then we're going to go eat all the ice cream. Then we're going to get chicken and gravy, well, and then we're going to find more toys. And we also have the other baby here, mm-hmm. so they, they're mm-hmm. they going to get to meet and play together. Could be a big day. Super yep. exciting. Yep. Could be a lot. Uh, by the way, because sometimes I don't tell you what day it is mm-hmm. until it's too late for you to adopt, tomorrow is vegetarian day. So just in case you, in case you, for some reason, want to celebrate tomorrow for me, I'm it's going to be flexitarian day. Yeah. That's the day I'm going to have double yeah. meat tomorrow. So <laughs> uh, twice yeah. the roast beef. Yeah. Uh, I'll take what you all are not eating tomorrow. My daughter, in the meat department. When she when she went through her vegetarian phase, she we learned she was a flexitarian for two reasons: when we bought the meat, and mm-hmm. when Mama made chicken and dumplings. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a matter of convenience. Huh? Sure. That's okay. Uh, it's going to be windy today, in case you've already noticed. It's already windier and going to be warmer yesterday today than it was yesterday. We'll see some strong southwesterly wind gusts reaching, uh, exceeding 30 miles an hour. Uh, today, windy and partly sunny. 76 is the high. Partly cloudy. 50 tonight. Partly cloudy. 69 tomorrow. Friday looks dry but cooler. Highs in the low 60s. I am really fighting. The... Almost needed the heat this morning in the house, mm-hmm. and I'm not the one. I'm not the one who gets cold, but I thought it's gonna, it's cool. It's gonna be cool to the other residents of the mm-hmm. home. But I resisted the temptation because one, I don't want to smell the dust burn off of the furnace. Yeah, that's oh, always the yeah. worst. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. It's like cleaning your oven. I don't want to yeah. do that. But I think around around these areas, 
it, uh, you're going to be finding that you're going to want to wear more clothing in your home mm-hmm. or you're going to want to turn the heat on because mm-hmm. we'll get into the 30s uh, as our low on um, over Friday and into the weekend. I sleep on a heated blanket, so we kicked it up from 3 to 5. That helps. But eventually yes. you got to get up. <laughs> so then what do you do? It's like, well. I have, like, I have extra clothes beside the bed that I get up and put on and then run through the house to get ready. You have layers, like yes. four different layers yes. next to one another. Yes, fuzzy leggings. I, whew. Last night, oh, my goodness. Where's the clothespins for our nose before we start this segment? Mm. (laughs) I really desperately wanted to turn it off. And then I realized, well, that would be the equivalent of going to a movie, walking out with 10 minutes to go, and then being forced to talk about it on the air the next morning. (laughs) I had to know how it ended. But it was... Because it was, we thought things were contentious between you and Dennis yesterday about Christmas. <laughs> it set the tone. It did. Dennis and it's I were the undercard. Fault. Dennis and I were, we were the undercard <laughs> yeah. bout. And uh, last night was the main event. And it was um, ugly from the jump. Yeah. Um, well, now, you say from the jump. I think well, they, they gave it a, a good, honest five minutes of trying to, to hold decorum. See, that was not my perception. You know, you mentioned that a minute ago, and I thought, huh, that was not my takeaway. It's interesting because what I thought that the president tried to do was just bulldoze from the jump. Like, he, he heard the first question, and then I thought that he spent the first ten minutes trying to needle both the moderator and Biden, tried to rough up Biden especially, and then it took Biden a half an hour to recover. Yeah. And then then they kind of got back on track around 35 minutes past the hour, and then but then this contentious interrupting back and forth name-calling, and I just thought, is this... I mean, at one point... Is this what we've come to? Biden said, shut up. And I was yeah. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to ask Chris, did Meemaw watch? Oh, yeah, she did. Okay. Well, <laughs> did was... you videotape it at my request? I, I did not. Okay, I'm so no. sorry. Yeah, <sighs> she was fully engaged. I, I took a shower. I, I just... We all needed a shower after that was over. It was... I think I heard my friend Julie Cox made a very wise... Um, revelation about the entire thing she said well they did it they've united republicans and democrats because everybody agrees this was an absolute disaster and i'm like well there is an upside that we can look at the concern for me is they're supposed to do that two more times oh no i don't think it'll happen and i well i just wonder if i don't think their people will let it happen if this was a nuclear option is Mm -hmm. this did the president go nuclear on this idea to blow up the two future debates i guess it's a possibility they didn't get anywhere i I, listen there are plenty of lies all the way around uh for for both uh the one thing i noticed that the president didn't do was he president didn't do any name calling except for crooked hillary Mm-hmm. He mentioned Crooked Hillary, but he did not. He didn't throw Sleepy Joe. He didn't throw any of the. He just he attacked and he went on. But 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 Biden is the one who was calling names. He, he called him a clown. Mm-hmm. He said you're the racist. Mm-hmm. He specifically because I backed it up. I said did he just call the president of the United States a racist? Mm-hmm. One candidate calling the other. I'd say that's probably first in American history, uh, at least in modern American history. He told him to shut up, and I can just imagine Teresa Buckles threw a flag on the play. He said, you, right. can't, you can't tell you people can't to shut up. You can't say S-H-U-T-U-P. You, you no, can't. Shut up is not allowed yeah. unless you're a dog. With no dogs so on stage. I just, I, I, I don't. I the, am terrified that one of these two men 
are in leadership of our country, in, either for another four years or for a new four years. And, and even though I think that Trump has had some successes, it it was concerning last night to watch him just bulldoze the conversation to the point that Chris Wallace, I thought, was going to get out of fly swat like yeah. me at church. Yeah, he needed a rolled up newspaper. Yes, um, yes. Or a wooden spoon. Yeah. It's... Um, the the biggest concern the biggest problem that i have always had with president trump is his hyperbole mm-hmm. everything is overstated everything is Bigly. accentuated that's the invention of words mm-hmm. and i understand that hyperbole has its role in politics and in making your point and in political speech but it's Everything is heavied up. Everything is the greatest ever. Everything is unbelievable. Everything is you wouldn't believe in ways that no one has ever seen. We've done more than anyone has ever done. Mm-hmm. I've done more for black people than Lincoln. You know, it's just on and on and on. And it's, will he is the worst communicator who has ever been in the office of president. Mm-hmm. He is the absolute worst communicator ever. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to vote for him. And that's the I am voting for his cabinet. I am voting for his staff. I am voting for the political ideology. I am voting for his Supreme Court nominees. Mm -hmm. And that's my concern about the debate last night is that we have we have a young person in our household voting for the first time. Yeah. And they're in their infancy mm-hmm. of of knowing where their political ideology lies. Now, in her particular case, she's had she's had a conservative Christian education and some of those things are in play and she's got conservative family and those things are in play, but left to peers and colleagues mm-hmm. then you could be led into a more liberal or a more left-leaning type of and you we were asking some people, including young people, to watch that last night and try to form some idea of of where their political dr- doctrine lies. Yeah. And it was impossible to do. I think it's the first debate that we can walk away and all say nobody won that. Well, I'm coming with that. Rick and Bubba. I mean, I think you already had your mind made up yeah. prior. And this just... Muddied the waters. Yeah. I shared yesterday that this was just blood sport. This is just two teams lining up, trying to punch the other in the mouth, and it really didn't change. It it didn't change a lot of people's minds. Mm -hmm. But And I thought that. But then I also thought this morning, yeah, but you've got young people who are trying to to figure it out. You know, I, I... I'm just I, listen, full full transparency. Okay, um, you, Miss Buckles, asked me the other day. Anna might need some input and some guidance on how to approach this whole thing. Yes. And so I said, okay. And so what I did is I went to Anna and I said, if you need input or help or guidance or questions answered, I'm here. I think it's pretty obvious where my political leanings are. But if you want my input, if you want the wisdom that I have gained, then I am here to offer that should you want it. But you're an 18-year-old American, and you get to decide for yourself. So I'm not going to come to you and say, here's what you should do. I want you to know that I'm here if you need input 
to help figure it out for yourself. Because And we've got a lot of people who are in that situation because of the climate that we're living in. We've got young Americans trying to figure it out, and that's what we got last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's where I think people, there are people who have not decided. You've got libertarians, you've got independents, which there is an independent candidate, but uh, who will who will have the understanding that the possibility of a libertarian or an independent actually being elected is slim to none, so let's make our vote count towards one of these two. And then you've got all those young people. So I had a child who had their uh, boss help them register to vote the other day, and they voted. They registered independent and came back and said, I know where my boss stood, and I, and I knew that they would not want me to be a Republican, so I chose independent. How do I go to change it? So then we had the conversation of, okay, one, they should not have been there, blah, blah, blah. But even she was looking to me to say, where do you stand? She reached out last night. She watched the debate and said, where did, what do you think of the debate? And where do you stand on some of these issues? And I told her the same thing I told you all yesterday. You have to vote policy. You do not vote people. Because nobody's perfect. Jesus isn't on the ballot, and Ronald Reagan's not coming back. You know, we're never going to see, sadly, probably another Teddy Roosevelt or um, Kennedy, those people that had decorum and could stand there and have conversations. Things are so volatile right now that in our leadership, and I believe it comes from head down. The way your leadership behaves is the way that your people, your followers will behave, and that terrifies me because last night only pushed us into a more volatile behavior uh, because everybody's sitting here this morning just mad and upset and bewildered at the way that they behaved. I thought they were childish. It was childish. And I'll tell you the truth. I thought the president was more childish than Biden. Absolutely. Um, I do too. But again, I go back to I, I, I would prefer that President Trump keep the office. However, I will tell you that I have also come to the realization that the Senate is much more important to me. The Senate is more important than the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, for me, that's the one that's got to be the most the most protected. Because I fear, and, and it's not going to happen in Kentucky, but I fear that Donald Trump is going to get Ronald, uh, is going to get Matt Bevend. Mm-hmm. I, I had the same thought last night. I think there are enough conservative people who will say, I don't like the way you behave, right. and will decide to do something different nationally. That's not going to happen in Kentucky, but nationally, because we've seen that happen in Kentucky. We've seen conservatives who voted red in every race except the top of the ticket and said, you tweeted too much, you were mean to people, you were etc." Kentucky has precedent set. We have a case study for how that happened. So see... Commonwealth v. Matt Bevan, and you could be looking at something nationally in that regard. And I just don't understand why he feels like it serves his purposes. I don't you know, know, to just steamroll and bulldoze, and I, I don't. I do think, though, to go back to your comment that the name calling, I do think he did say Pocahontas as well. He did. You're exactly right. He yeah, did say Pocahontas. I just want to clarify right. that we caught both of those. So. He did. Yeah. But I kind of expected. 
you know, when you've got clown and this guy and you're the worst president ever. And so you got that on the other side. You know, that's his go-to move, though, is giving those nicknames, yeah. throwing those nicknames out there. And I yeah. figured at least we'd get a Sleepy Joe. And I'll tell you, there were a couple of times when I thought Biden's struggling. Biden, Biden is on the ropes here because it had to be fatiguing. You know, you think you think Chris Wallace, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden all went out back behind that auditorium last night after it, and they've just like leaned up against the wall smoking a big cigarette, like, Whoa, yeah, right. that was rough. Listen, I'm gonna pull up candy cigarettes this morning. I felt so bad for Chris Wallace. Now, listen, I will say this: most people didn't get their county fair this year, so you did get some mud wrestling at least last night. So, turn on some hairband today and feel like you've had a county fair. Mud slinging, without a doubt. Uh, By noon today, I think eleven o'clock Central Time, we uh, know that the grand jury transcripts in the Breonna Taylor uh, grand jury—I guess it's the Brett Hankinson uh, grand jury—you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. In that case, will be. Submitted to the court per a judge's ruling, how fast that information is disseminated out to all the various uh, people, all the various interested parties, I don't know. But I fear what's going to happen because now that it's out there, every opportunity will be taken to twist the information to fit a narrative that various people are trying to fit. And that just it won't be enough no matter what. Like him releasing the grand jury transcript will not be enough no matter what it says because there are people who don't want this situation to um, leave the consciousness of Americans. So we'll be keeping an eye on that today. Governor Bashir says that uh, 1,018 new cases ought to be a wake-up call. It's the most cases in one day since the beginning. Uh, 1,018. 67,856. Uh, this report says 20 of Kentucky's 120 counties reported at least double-digit cases yesterday. Uh, Jefferson, Fayette, Warren, Barron, and uh, Hardin. Kentucky's rolling seven-day positivity rate dropped for the sixth consecutive day, checked in at 4.24%. So if our positivity rate on the seven-day is lower, but we're seeing cases increase, means our tests are going up, mm-hmm. right? It just means we're having we're testing a lot more people. And I remember earlier this week the number was 1.3 million tests performed. Now we're at 1.446. So we've seen 100,000 test results processed this week alone. And in one day, we've seen a 1,000 positivity. Only six new cases of COVID-19 in Grayson County since September the 24th, according to the Grayson County Health Department. You can read about that at k105.com. Kentucky is receiving $22 million in emergency relief funding for repairs. That's coming from the Transportation uh, Cabinet, the uh, Department of Transportation, of which Elaine Chow is uh, involved in. And do you know who Elaine Chow is? I do. Okay. She's married to one Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. Uh, House approves a bill to combat doping in horse racing. So that... um, is good for the industry. Uh, Andy Barr and Mitch McConnell both uh, shepherding that legislation through. You can read about a Caneyville felon nabbed with a gun in his waistband and a and drugs at a traffic stop. You can also find out online that uh, the NBA Finals gets underway tonight. It's going to have a very Kentucky feel to it. You got Anthony Davis, 
with the Lakers. Also with the Lakers, uh, Rajon Rondo, who played at Kentucky. Frank Vogel is a coach with the Lakers, who was a coach at Kentucky in the mid-'90s. He was kind of an assistant. You really didn't know about him. But the Miami Heat have Bam Adebayo, Tyler Harrow, uh, Hero, Pat Riley is the president of the Miami Heat. But little, many people don't know that one Randy Embry from Owensboro, Kentucky, a uh, former longtime coach. He was also uh, a played for Adolph Rupp with Pat Riley. He's a scout for the Miami Heat. Oh, okay. And so he's involved in that organization as well. So they're just even more local ties. The Yankees won last night, so that's good. Reds get started at, uh, what, 11 o'clock Central Time today? If you, like, if you like baseball and you love the NCAA March Madness, today is your day. Like, there are eight baseball games today. Okay. You can just go from 11 a.m. until late tonight watching nothing but baseball. That sounds absolutely terrible. I knew you right. all would like yes. that idea. Thank God Gemma's coming. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the... Some folks like to get away. Take a holiday from the neighborhood. Have a flight to Miami Beach. On a Hollywood Me, I'm taking a Greyhound On the Hudson River line Just in a New York state of mind Today is Ask a Stupid Question Day. Okay, I have a, I have <laughs> a every list. day for me. Yeah, I have a list. Chris Wallace, he got his out of the way yesterday. No, he didn't ask any stupid no, questions. No, he just got stupid he just responses. Couldn't get, his, couldn't get his questions asked. <laughs> right. Uh, so you uh, ask a stupid question today. What? Um, here's a couple of good uh, stupid questions. Uh, why did Yankee Doodle name the feather in his hat macaroni? Because macaroni is good and everything can, should be called macaroni. Can we spell the word creativity however we want? I do. <laughs> Not intentionally. <laughs> why aren't blueberries blue? They are. They're they purple. Are. I think they are. Uh, It's also chewing gum day today, or as Misty, you have, you know, people that say it's what, ching gum? I always said it was ching gum. Ching gum. Ching gum. I need some ching gum. I hate chewing gum. I do too. (laughs) Even juicy fruit? I don't like gum either. Uh, um, Yeah. Mm. I don't know if it's so much the gum. It's a big gum chewer, which is interesting. As much as it is the people that chew it. It's the smacking? Yeah. No, I just don't like the gum. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I'll tell you why later in the show that today is Ching Gum Day. Today, I love Ching Gum. Uh, I also feel like um, uh, ran out of time last segment. Uh, Cougar soccer team defeated Meade County four to three yesterday. Matt Haycraft had a, a hat trick in the win. Cougars clinch a bye to the eleventh district tournament uh, championship, and in turn the regional tournament. The Lady Cougar volleyball team won their ninth straight match three to one over Muhlenberg County yesterday. They're now eleven and one on the season. And Lady Cougar soccer today on K one hundred five Digital Productions. I think um, telecast time starts at uh, five o'clock, or just pick a time thereabout. Hang out They'll if you'll there. just. Here is the beauty of it: if you'll subscribe to the K one hundred five YouTube channel. It'll tell you thirty minutes. It'll give you a thirty minute head start before it's going to happen. So yeah. see, uh, you don't have to remember. You, <laughs> you just can, go. Oh, yeah. this starts in you half can an make hour. Popcorn. That's exactly meatloaf. Right. Got lots of time. Meatloaf, schmeatloaf, holiday meat beatloaf. Nah. 
we you should have been here yesterday, Beach, because um, we told we told the audience what day in October is Meatloaf Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. But you missed that factoid, so you'll yeah. just be flying blind mm-hmm. all October. It's going to sneak up on you suddenly. It'll be Meatloaf Appreciation Day, and you'll be caught freezer. flat-footed. You'll say, well, "What do I? What do I do?" Ma, I make me Meatloaf. I didn't right. know. I wasn't prepared. That's one of the best ones. Can we get some Meatloaf? <laughs> Ah, That's what I wanted one of them to yell last night in the middle of the presidential (laughs) debate because it wouldn't have been foreign. It would have worked, right? Yeah. (laughs) You could have said anything last night. It would have been like, right on, that worked right there. Did you all see Donald Trump Jr. on CBS after the debate? I did not. Nope. He was lathered up. I mean, he was, whew. Tan? Cheeto tan? No, no. He was just (laughs) aggressive. I don't know where be he gets that. Aggressive. Be aggressive. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> An expert says babies don't play with toys because they have too many. It's always a big joke that the parents can spend hours building a little play structure or intricate toy and the kids want to play with the box. Yep. Amen. You know, that's not just babies, that's adults too. You might be under the impression that your children are not playing with toys because they don't have enough, but it might be because you don't have the right toys. The issue may not be how many toys your child has, but whether or not they are the right ones, according to an expert on the on the issue, said kids need mastery of their toys, not superficial relationships with as many possessions as possible. Children also learn a lot more when they are forced to create their own toys mm-hmm. as opposed to being told the way they should play with the toys. You know what? I'm going to fix that today. I'm going to go buy Gemma all the toys so we make <laughs> sure we have the right ones. Well, just take her to where all the toys are, and you don't have to buy them all. Yeah. You just let her pick the ones and just buy those. Okay. Professional bargain hunters, woman of the year, should know that. Rules don't apply to Gemma. Children should not. (laughs) Clearly. Uh, I know. (laughs) You're aware of this. You have your own. different day. Yes. I'm the one that hands ours a bucket of icing. Yes, I know. Children should not be given more than five toys at a time because it overstimulates them, and there is no way that they would be able to master all of those toys at once. Uh, Don't come to our house and look because there might be slightly more than five. Well, there are more than five, but we don't, I mean, we've mastered only them play all. with a couple at a time. Um, <laughs> not as of yesterday morning, <laughs> but by yesterday afternoon, it was much better. Uh, Coca-Cola is launching their first alcoholic beverage next year. There will be more than just fizz when Coca-Cola launches the alcoholic version of its Topo Chico sparkling water along with beer giant Molson Coors beverage in the United States next year. Remember when we were kids that the rumor was that there was cocaine in Coca-Cola yeah. because, you know, long ago that was yeah, part the of first, the, the but Coca-Cola. we always want to, there's cocaine in that. Yeah, well, I, know. I mean, now I guess there might be. I love the, the meme that says. <laughs> Grandpa says, you boys are lazy. When Back in my day, Grandpa, in your day, there was cocaine and Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did it a little differently yeah. then. Mm-hmm. And ketchup was medicine. Right. <laughs> kerosene. Kerosene, not ketchup. Well, ketchup, too. Kerosene fixed everything in, at our in house. History. Uh, Japan Airlines is retiring, ladies and gentlemen, greeting. Japan Airlines is bringing in a small but significant change to passenger announcements. 
The airline says it is going to replace the phrase ladies and gentlemen with passengers or similar gender-neutral language. Well, thank heaven. The world will be a completely better place. Well, we've now. been doing this for a long time here oh, in the South. We just crazy. say, hey, y'all. <laughs> just use that. Welcome, y'all. Hey, y'all. Ladies Come on and, in. Ladies and germs. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. That's good. I mean, don't we just. I hate the word y'all. I just want to go on oh, the yeah. record Me saying too. I hate the word y'all. Me too. But. but <laughs> I mean, sometimes. I'm forced to use it now in this gender neutral world. If flying. If your mode of transportation is flying mm-hmm. and a general greeting or announcement from the captain that <laughs> includes ladies and gentlemen is offensive to you, you might should take the bus. Or just sit your tail down and put your headphones on and be done with what it. What I mean, if the air if the air travel is a big enough problem, keep your feet on the ground and just yeah. take the bus wherever you need to go. Yeah. They don't talk to you on the bus. <laughs> Actually, they do. Get yeah. back and sit down. <laughs> the driver of the bus never comes on. There's your bus driver up front. If you look over to the left of the bus, bus you'll see on. the largest ball of yarn on continental United States of America. You know, you were on a good bus ride. <laughs> the one they, I went on with Miss Shirley, there was only a goat on the roof. They don't, Remember that? They don't do that. But now, in the air, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking from the cockpit. If you look all over the right of the aircraft, you'll see the Grand Canyon. But they don't do that on the bus. No. <clears throat> See what you'd be giving up? I mean, peeps, y'all. There's lots of things you could say. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Humans. <laughs> in Bismarck, North Dakota. That one's questionable. I need to go to Bismarck, North Dakota, and I need to go to the McDonald's in Bismarck, North Dakota. Yeah. Because a car in Bismarck, Bismarck, North Dakota has a personalized license plate. And it is H M B R G L R Hamburglar. <laughs> and this funny. car was spotted. For someone who wants to burgle hams, though, yeah. I don't know if you want to be out there. I don't know if you want to announce that you're the Hamburglar if you're trying to be stealthy and burgle the hams. Yeah. The hams the hams probably don't Ham- need to know you're coming. Hamburglar. I don't like to know how you're dressed. I would. Oh yes, right? absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I need. Yeah, it better be black and white stripes. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, because you don't look good in orange. And this so one just stripes. makes me. I don't. This this story is so awesome. From the United Kingdom, Lincolnshire, United Kingdom, a group of five newly acquired parrots. You need to speak with the British accent. At the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in the United Kingdom are being booted from the zoo after squawking (laughs) obscenities at visitors. (laughs) Okay, do it in the British accent, Mark. (laughs) What'd they say? What'd they say? (laughs) I didn't get a quote from any of them. After listen, after after being quarantined (laughs) together for several days. Last month, due to the coronavirus outbreak. The bold birds had apparently taught each other a colorful vocabulary of curse words. That's how kids learn curse words. One yes. kid learns them yes. and then goes to school and teaches all the other birds then it's a all the cuss words. The That's exactly right. And so when the zoo reopened, they had to quarantine and the birds were confined. 
They had just gotten a group of new birds in who knew these obscenities, taught all the other birds. So now when they reopened and people would come into the bird habitat, they would just start launching obscenities at at the zoo visitors. Okay, so here, next debate, Dennis. Trump and Biden gets a bird each on their shoulder. Oh, this would be That's so good. good. I mean, this is what right? 2020 has come to. Yes. We're throwing birds out of the zoo. <laughs> Even the birds can't keep it together. <laughs> We're so uncivilized. The birds have been thrown into public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until public kicks them back inside. That's right. Where's PETA when you need them? <laughs> you got to get to right. a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. You have about 70,000 thoughts per day. Is that all? Because I'm pretty exhausted with just my own mind at the end of the night. I think I'm an overachiever. Yes, for sure. I'll bet if you could put a meter on me, I think it's going to be higher than 70,000. I figure that's just the average. But that's a lot. I mean, really, think about it. It's a lot of thoughts in a single day. It's, it's, yes. So do the thoughts count like... While you're dreaming? Like if you're dreaming and you have a thought? Does that, I don't know. That's that another 100,000 right there. Does that go into the calculus? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah, you have about... Oh, we found out there's a, a magazine article that says that Jim Parsons, Jim Parsons who played Sheldon Shout Cooper, Cooper. <laughs> Jim Parsons had coronavirus at the beginning of the pandemic. Well, that would be an episode... Of Big Bang Theory alone. Can yeah. you uh, imagine? Can yeah. you imagine uh, Sheldon Cooper mm-mm. getting COVID 19 and the episode that that would be? I mean, how many times would we have to hear Soft Kitty? Yeah, poor in the Penny. Half hour? Right? Poor Penny. There's so <laughs> many. I mean, there's a lot of characters out there, but there's only so many who are great characters like Sheldon Cooper that the writing is so good, like Maura or David on Craps Creek. Oh, yeah. I wonder if these people who land these roles like Sheldon Cooper, do you morph into Sheldon Cooper outside of the show? Like, you know what I'm saying? You I know would continue there. in that personality all of the time. You know there have to be times that you do because yes. you're in a crowd of people. People recognize you for the role, so you got to give them a bazinga just to make them happy. But, I, but I don't even think it's that. It's like if I had a writer to write me another character and they came to life like Sheldon Cooper did, that's so much better better than what I am, I would be Sheldon Cooper all the time. Oh, sure, because you have no guile. I mean, like, uh, yeah. you're in my spot. Like, once you, yes, once like, you, you go to the it. Go to the gate at the airport, and, you know, all the preferred seats are taken. Yes. You're close to the gate with the charger, uh-huh. and you can just walk up to somebody and say, you're in my spot. In my spot. And you know what? They'll move. They'll move, yes. They will, they will move. Like, I think Amy Farrah Fowler was a great character, too. Oh, right? Oh, like, yeah. Of course, then there's the time that Sheldon decided to go live on the train Oh, and lost all of his heart. possessions. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that was one of the best. He got robbed. Sheldon's mom is great. Like, there's just oh. a lot of great characters out yeah. there that I'm like, I would so morph and be that person in real life. Well, not everybody can be a moon pie. <laughs> well, not me, not me. <laughs> Saved by the Bell, a revival is finally uh, has a premiere date. Really? And this is without the main character? 
Um, no, I, I think uh, Zach and Jesse. Oh, I thought and, Zach wasn't going to do it. No, I think everybody's. Um, okay. I, I think right. they're. I think they're in. Wednesday, November twenty fifth, uh, also known as Thanksgiving Eve. And what what platform would we find this on? Peacock. Okay. All right. I don't. The I don't new Peacock. iteration of the nineties hit series will involve a few familiar faces. So Elizabeth Berkeley, Mario Lopez, who are reprising their roles as Jesse and Slater. Those two are back at Bayside High, but this time as employees. Are they married? Um, I need I need to know. I need to know if Screech is there. I don't know about Screech. Screech kind of lost his way. Didn't the Dustin Diamond kid, some, he yeah. had a hard time. But uh, I don't know if they're writing Zach in or not because it says, as for Zach Morris, it turns out he's now the governor of California. That's what I thought Zach was so coming re- back. So right. they're referring to him. He will be there, but he will never be show in the storyline, but he'll never show up because he's too busy running California. He'll be a Wilson behind the screen. Behind Disney the Plus launches a new group watch feature. So uh, some of you on Facebook know how to have a watch party. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus is now going to have a group watch feature. So you want to watch The Mandalorian with your friends mm-hmm. elsewhere, you can do that very same thing. The Lion King live action follow up movie is in the works. Okay. So, you know, we had sequels of Lion King, mm-hmm. and now we're going to have sequels of the live-action version of the Lion King. I didn't love the live-action. Not as much as I did the cartoon. <clears throat> that dung ball bothered me. Yeah. The dung beetles in the Lion King uh, live-action, <laughs> I didn't like. That scene was too long. Sure, yeah. They That took about four minutes, it seems, that the, the dung beetles rolled that ball right. across half the continent of Africa. Yeah, and we had to watch it. Yeah, and I didn't want to. I don't need to see every revolution. Yeah, of the sc- ball of dung. Right when you're screaming, hurry up with the poo ball. Can we get the poo much. where it needs to go? <laughs> get there. Jennifer Aniston reveals that she considered quitting acting shortly before the morning show. By the way, the morning show on on Apple Plus very good. I gotta watch that. Is, School is, ends this week. Is really good. Uh, she and Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, uh, got a good supporting cast as well. Uh, good show, but she said she was almost finished acting right before That's that role came out. That's a lie. Along. When you're Jennifer Aniston, you don't quit acting. You're always an actress. Well, maybe, but, I mean, maybe she's ready to do her own thing. she That is her own if, thing. If she, just, <laughs> if she socks away a few more dollars, yeah, sure. if she can I just mean, squirrel uh, away, you know, uh, maybe uh, ten, fifteen thousand more dollars, she'll be set. She can yeah. probably get by. For the rest of her life, yeah, if she, have gone just up in one, the more, just one more roll, you know, yeah. just just enough to buy some Central Perk gift cards. <laughs> See, like Phoebe, I would be Phoebe all the time <laughs> if I was her. All right, ladies, I think I have just found a real estate opportunity for the two of you. Okay, I was oh, looking good. for one. The <laughs> Craps Creek Motel will soon be for sale. The Are Rosebud you kidding Motel? me? Yep, it's for sale. It's real. It's in Canada. It has to be. Jesse Tipping is the owner. He says, I'm actually in the process of putting it up for sale. <laughs> It'll be up for sale next month. I want to say The building's that. owner told a local newspaper, says, after the hit show swept this year's Emmys, the businessman says he isn't worried about it being on the market for very long. It was once a functioning motel in Orangeville, Ontario, which is an hour west of downtown Toronto. And it recently gained fame as the rundown motel in Craps Creek, where the Rose family lives. Now, 
He is the president. The owner is the president of the Athlete Institute Basketball Academy and Orangeville Prep. Jamal Murray, who played basketball at the University of Kentucky, is from Canada, and he lived at this motel for a while before it got uh, completely popular. So there's kind of a weird, like, local tie to basketball players. Anyway, if you all are interested, you can go in Havers and own the Rosebud Motel. I would. I would do it. I don't know what the early asking price is going to be. I'm interested. be worth finding out, I suppose. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What word do you find very difficult to pronounce. Oh, um, I mean, Worcestershire is hard. That's, that's, that's the number one. I saw that one. I uh, yeah, saw that one listed as hard yesterday. Uh, one, and I don't say that one that often. Yeah. Um, and we are blessed. We wouldn't be doing what we do if we didn't have an above, certainly above average proficiency for pronunciation. Speak um, for yourself, buddy. But well, I mean, we all, get, we, we all get them wrong from time to time. Um, there are two for me. And what's funny, it's the, it's the R that I think serves as a difficulty in both. No matter how many times I know and look that the word of the last name of our governor is Bashir. It is not B-E-R-S-C-H-E-A-R. It is Bashir. But when I get in a hurry, an R can sneak in there. And I'm not an R adder. I'm not not an R adder. You know why? Because of Mrs. Bashir, the third grade teacher at Caneyville Elementary. Maybe. That's what it is. But I also have this. I was looking for a word like a, a, a... uh, easy lifting word, like one that you would come across a lot. And I think I struggle with rural. Oh, oh rural I do. is hard. Yes. Rural yeah. is very, it sounds like I have to put way more effort uh-huh. into like saying rural than any other word. Yeah. I tell you, the one I have to slow down on is seizure because I'll end up saying Caesar before I say seizure. So I'm like, I've always yeah. had trouble with sausage. I know that sounds weird. Sausage. Yeah. Now, my Maddie yeah, has a that. friend that she cannot, cannot say squirrel. She says squeal. Squeal. <laughs> so when I see squirrels, I say, oh, look at the squeals. <laughs> uh, by the way, I would be remiss if I did not pay tribute to the great Helen Reddy, who passed yesterday. At age 78. I heard her refer to this morning. She was the Taylor Swift of her day. Really? That's what she said. It's what, uh, what somebody on CBS said. She was at a time, too, when, you know, at my age, in 70, I didn't know what the women's rights movement and all that was. It was just... I didn't know... I didn't know Helen Reddy was Australian. I didn't either. But she is, was, and I also learned that Mac Davis has passed away uh, in the overnight hours. Mac Davis wrote a little less conversation oh, for yeah. Elvis. Elvis he wrote several Elvis songs and then had his own uh, had his own recording up. career. Uh, Mac Davis has passed. I think uh, maybe roughly the same age. Television tonight. Baseball. 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 And there'll be some stuff other than baseball as well. 
<laughs> you all are letting the Christmas creeper distract you, and you shouldn't do that. If the, but the, it's funny. It, it is funny, but the Christmas creeper is going to lead you astray. Listen, Christmas creeper, we're about to get the newspaper rolled up. Yeah. Uh, the... 2020 NBA Finals on ABC, Game 1, The Heat versus the Lakers, Season 2 finale of Love Island on CBS. It's just such an odd show to be on CBS. Yeah. And it's on every night. CBS, I know that's what most yeah. of us think about Big Brother. Yeah. Oh, but on Love Island, <laughs> yeah. it's... I think every channel, every network sat down and said, okay, we need one really disgusting, filthy show where we put people together. Right. And right. We need a, we need a smut show. We need a smut, smut show. show. Just yes. to, I mean, yes. it is bad when – so here's what – they have to put microphones on you by putting a zip tie around your neck because you don't have any other clothing to hold your microphone on. I mean, this is, this is like naked and afraid fall in love, which is weird. What is happening? Why, why are we having earthquakes today so bad? Well, there's food distribution going on right now. Okay. So the Tiffany Network, CBS, like highbrow, you know, kind of yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and then Love Island. Like, what are you? What? What? Got to feed everybody a smutty hour Some... in the day. Stop it. Stop it. Clean go it up, get people. your freak on somewhere else. <laughs> Do it like we used to do it in suggestion <laughs> on MTV. Well, really South Park, the pandemic special on MTV tonight. Should you be so inclined? Uh, highlight today's highlight in history this day, 1938, after co signing the Munich Agreement allowing Nazi annexation of Czechoslovakia's Sudetenland. British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain said, I believe it is peace for our time. Add that to the Worcestershire list. <laughs> Somebody fire the editor. Where's my pronunciation key, people? Can we edit that down to something more compact? If it's going to be our highlight in history. Right. Murder, She Wrote, premiered on CBS this date in 1984. See, we've come a long way from Murder, She Wrote to Love Island. Yeah, I know, right? I'm telling you. Big fan of Murder, She Wrote. I know, but it was, right, wholesome. I mean, it's a See, little... I don't watch was, Love Island. I, I'm not saying it's that, that was completely not a dig at you. I just don't understand where Love Island fits into the CBS lineup. It doesn't. It doesn't fit anywhere, Mark. Birthdays today, Smart Angie deal. Dickinson is 89 today. Sissy Houston is 87. Misty, Johnny Mathis is 85. Make sure you tweet at him and wish him happy birthday. Okay, football Not or... Unitas. Don't, don't get your... Don't White let Christmas. Don't let Twitter suggest Johnny Unitas. It's Johnny Mathis. Marilyn McCoo is 77 today. Fran Drescher is 63. <laughs> Crystal Bernard is 59. Stand Jenna up. Elfman is 49. Yep. Dharma is 49 today. Christopher Jackson is 45. Who is Christopher Jackson? Uh, nobody knows. Nobody George knows. Washington in Hamilton. Oh, I do like Christopher him. Jackson mm-hmm. plays George Washington in he's, Hamilton. He is also on the show Bull on CBS. He's no David Diggs, but hey. That's true. Wee wee mama Tawny Trucks is 40 today <laughs> and T-Pain, 36. You got to watch Hamilton to be able one, to keep up with us. I can relate to him. You know me. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. I was running yesterday and I smart. I said I need new music to motivate me. He sent me some Aretha Franklin. I said I just got phone Chris. I should ask her. She's the thug rapper of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I had some good wholesome suggestions. <laughs> it's like again, 
He's got refer the whole back to me. God, but not, <laughs> sure. I think I told you the Downings, greater is he that is in me. Yes. We're good running music. Yes. William Wrigley Jr., born in 1861. That's why it's Ching Gum Day today. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Bert, uh, chart toppers. Are we still doing I Am Woman? It, the song goes on forever and a day. And I, I must have pulled the remix. <laughs> the remix. No, she had other songs. She also had a hit with Delta Dawn that I don't acknowledge because I, that's a Tanya Tucker song yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, who did it first? <laughs> it's not who did it first. It's who, who did, did it, it best. Mitch Miller, number one in 55 with the Yellow Rose of Texas. Makes me want to go marching around the campus. The yellow rose in Texas that I am gonna see. <laughs> Watch the parking lot. It's sketchy out there. <laughs> I know. We had a Coke can on Fort Wayne. <laughs> by the way, whoever tracked up our side yard, I need you to come back right? and fix that. Uh, 1964. Ronnie and the Daytonas. At least spread it so we have nice grass. Listen. <laughs> Go back. I encourage you to go back and watch the movie RV with Robin Williams when Cheryl Hines sings this song in the passenger seat. So she's got her headphones on and she's singing. It is so good. It is one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Remember that? It is so good. It's literally, I have video footage of me like doing this with my husband. It is worth watching the entire movie just for that clip. Of, because the kids are also in the RV watching her. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams is over there just <laughs> looking at her. You know, he's just driving. And she's just... Whoa. And she's just... Me and Jason. Yeah. And you should so send that footage to Sam. Absolutely. So yes. that we can see that. Uh, Cher, oh, yeah. half-breed, oh, number one in 73. Steve Miller Band, Abracadabra in 82. Mariah Carey, Emotions in 91. Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus in 09. Maroon 5, Girls Like You in 2018. Those are your chart toppers. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Opportunities don't happen. You create them. Mm. Opportunities don't happen. You create them. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the Powered know. by Heritage Media of Kentucky. WKHK.